911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, and I am joined once again. Clint, this has been so nice getting to just spend time with you and record. I know that we went probably what seems to be an entire year without recording together. So it's been cool having you up in the studio with me, spending some time together. I know. I, it's, I've missed it. I've missed getting to spend this time and to have these conversations and, and get to speak with you, the listener, and having my own crazy mindset thrown into the factor. Yeah, so what I thought we could talk a little bit about today is a conversation that I'm seeing repeated over and over and over again, and that is whether or not, if you are a police officer, you should continue to be a police officer. So appropriately, I've titled this episode, Should I Stay or Should I Go? So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, I think even if you are not an officer and you're listening to this, this might give a a little bit of light into the realities of the additional decisions apart from the the daily decisions to just be able to do your job that an officer might have been making in the past year and a month or so and Clint, i wanted to talk to you a little bit a little bit and ask you some of the conversation that you might have heard within the past year especially everything post george floyd as it relates to the discussion surrounding whether or not an officer should stay in their profession or not you know, as this time goes on, you're seeing more and more people get out of it. They're retiring early. They're just, they're done with law enforcement. And that's because we've all enveloped a lot of this emotion of lack of support and lack of just proudness for what we do anymore because we're ostracized. We are one of those types of workers that we always have negative news on us. It's rare that we find that positive news unless you're looking for it. It's there. You just have to look for it. And and that's been the biggest thing that I've noticed is people think that everyone's out to get us all the time. And, and early on in the academy, we're trained. Everyone is out to get us all the time. And so when you see this message come up more and more, in a political aspect or a support aspect, it makes you wonder, why am I not doing this job? Or I'm sorry, why am I doing this job still? And that's that's a question everyone should always ask themselves. It's finding what makes you happy. What do you want to do within this profession? Why did you sign up to become a cop? And, and that's where did you did you kind of take it in to get that support? Did you take it in to help people? Like why why did you sign up to become that police officer? Because I always say this to people when they're first starting is if you want to be one of the most appreciated, loved first responders out there, become a firefighter. I mean, they're America's heroes and and we know that and we have our own beefs with each other, but it's all playful banter and we spoke on that before. But if you want to become one of the most judged, disliked people out there, become a cop. And and I'm it's, going to interrupt you there because I'm going to say from the outside. And I'm saying that because, Clint, you became a detective in the midst of all of this. And I think you, you lightly mentioned the mindset around these sorts of things. And I think what has made you feel so different throughout this, this entire 
you know, over a year now is the mindset that surrounds the work that you do day to day. And this mentality of like, I don't give a fuck what they say because I know what's existing here in my community. I know what's existing in my day to day job. And although there are, there's pressure out there, I'm going to exist and continue to be that boiling water on the inside and not that pressure that's outside around me. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, and that's important to mention in that because, you know, each of us have our own experiences within law enforcement and kind of what we've been exposed to good bad and ugly and my my point with saying that to new people it's we are very much disliked in that moment but when you really look at the totality of communities and what's out there there's a tremendous amount of support that's there and we just choose not to go looking for it. Or we choose to do these TikTok videos of cops dancing in uniform and stuff. And and that's a whole different dog and pony show type of thing. But it's starting to develop those relationships within your job and finding those meaningful ones in those instances that without any intention that have changed who you are, not only as a person, but maybe change that one person's mind on their outlook on law enforcement. I think a great way to start with that is to understand that it's okay for you to have confidence in your own skin when you're not wearing that uniform and when you are wearing that uniform. And a question that I would always have held at the the top of your pocket is when somebody comes to you or you hear that sort of thing, I actually should back up for a second because if this conversation is taking place in the cyber world and it's some post or some stupid bullshit like that, I would ask that you just gracefully step away from that. But I'm talking about real life here. If ever, and I've never seen actually something in real life that matches the rhetoric that I see on social media, come to think of it. But if ever you are in a situation to where you're out there in the real world and you do see some of the defacing or the demeaning or whatever the thing is, I would ask you to wear that cape of confidence with you and to pull from the top of your pocket and to simply use the question, have you ever had to dial 911 before? And that's a very good point because... You don't call 911 just for a friendly visit most of the time. And unfortunately, it's a horrific incident, No more, whether it's a theft or a homicide. Like, it, there's so many ranges involved with it. And normally, it's some type of trauma that the person has associated this, this incident with. And then they subsequently associate police with those as well. So, and that's kind of that whole... That mindset shift is when you realize that it's, do you want some guy who's disgruntled and an asshole showing up? Or do you want someone who's not even compassionate, but has an understanding and and, and professional? Yeah. And what's coming to mind is I've had, um, I can count on one hand the times that I've had to call 911. But I can also tell you that those times that I have had to dial 911 have been times where my heart rate has been well over 130. My respiratory rate hasn't been increased. Like I, I was completely petrified in that moment having to even dial 911. And when you have the grace and you, you have the calm wits about you when somebody is maybe trying to 
to try to make you feel a different way about the job that you wake up and selflessly do every day or somebody that you know is a police officer and selflessly does every single day. If you have a question like that in your back pocket, it, it can definitely sway the conversation in a completely different direction, right? So, okay, defund the police. Well, let me ask you something, sir. Have you ever had to dial 911 before? And if they're still a little belligerent, then listen calmly to what their response might be. And, you know, just answer it with love and with reason. And when you're able to do that, I can guarantee you that that is the pathway to be able to further educate people. And we do that one person at a time. When it comes to somebody like that, a lot of the times it's because of a lack of understanding. We are all swayed in one opinion or another because we only know what we know. So when we're able to show up with that love and with with this place of, of intellect, just to be able to gift somebody education or knowledge that they just aren't privy to because thank goodness they've never had to experience that thing before, like dialing 911. I know that there are so many people who have never had to dial 911 and thank goodness they don't know what it's like to have a police officer show up at their door. But I think that that is the way that we are able to build that bridge between somebody who has no idea, no compassion, who and who thinks it's okay to be out there, you know, flying these BLM flags and shit like that all over the place is just education. And, and to be able to show up with so much empathy that we can actually listen with an open ear to what they might have to say. And to be able to counter that with what the truth is based on how little that person might know based on the obvious things like flying a BLM flag. And, you know, that in and of itself shows a very minute level of intellect. And if anybody has a disagreement with that, please send me a message on Facebook. I would love to be able to further educate you on that in and of itself. But Clint, I, I think that it is very, very important for people to be able to to ask those questions of themselves and dig deep and ask themselves why they got into police work in the first place when deciding whether or not you should stay or should you go. And if you wake up every day or if each day you go to work and that ping comes up for you and you have that con that constant question of whether or not you should be doing this, I would ask you to take a pause and to really reflect and do some inventory of what's going on in your life, not just in police work, but maybe for you, that means that you need to increase your support circle. Maybe for you, you don't have a support circle at all. And the reason why things are hitting so hard every single time that you hear something bad about you being a police officer, it might not have anything to do with you being a police officer at all. Maybe there's something that's missing. Maybe you have something that's in excess a little bit too much. Maybe you have a habit that might need to be altered or broken. Maybe all you need to do is to get your ass up and do something more than put on that police belt for your, your activity of the day and to actually go out for a run. I just got a trampoline and I just told Clint <laughs> it, it's a rebounder. So this is like the best form of cardio is a $50 little mini trampoline. Get a fucking trampoline if you need to. Like there, what I'm saying is there are things that might need to be done in order to reassess what's going on in your life that might have nothing to do with your profession at all. And I hope that whether it is police work that you're struggling with or whether you are a teacher or a stay-at-home mom, if ever you're feeling the pressure, feeling the grind, and it's something that you wake up feeling constantly and it feels like it gets heavier and heavier and heavier, do me a favor. Please reach out to me on Facebook at Ashley Walton. I will be more than happy to hold space for you and to really hone in on what it is that the main question is. And you might find it has nothing to do with what you thought it once was. Clint, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. To everybody who is listening, please, if you've gotten any value out of this episode, drop a review, subscribe down below, and know that we are sending you a long, tight hug from our home to yours. <laughs>